What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 23 of the Fresh Takes Gaming Podcast. We do this every Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, here on Mixer.com slash Fresh Takes Gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Bub Drum, joined by my fellow co-host, the DS Claw, who's a little under the weather today, but he is <clears throat> hanging, hanging tough with us, as the new kids on the block say. Oh, God. What's up, everybody? <laughs> so, and new K- kids. And, and KOTB. <laughs> so, oh wow yeah that's take, a, take it back man. way back machine yeah take no i get it you know gotta do it sometimes <laughs> but yes a little under the weather glad you're with me though man hanging hanging tough and hopefully on the road to recovery and there's some uh some good uh good nuggets of news this week kind of a little bit on the slower side but we'll dive into that a little bit later um if you'd like to support the show support us if you'd like, <laughs> via player.me slash Fresh Taste Gaming, hashtag tip. Uh, any dollar amount will get you a sweet, sweet sticker. I should probably have one up here to show to the camera to show you what you get. I am a failure at marketing our own products and stuff. For wrong mug. <laughs> and he has the wrong mug. He, you know, it, it, you, know it, you know what you're getting into here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Aim low. <laughs> Aim low. Keep your expectations to a minimum, okay? But, yeah. Um, if Also, if you want to check out our merch, we have a Red Bubble store, which I will post in chat because it is a long URL. Their stuff, um, yeah, it's kind of one of them things where it's uh, redbubble.com slash people slash fresh takes pod slash shop very long i probably need to do a bitly url shortener for it and post that instead probably be easier to do it's probably like something else like uh instead of the google form that we use for asking questions which is bit.ly slash ask fresh takes maybe it's just be like bit.ly slash buy fresh takes you can buy us the hosts of the show <laughs> show up at the house with like a french made outfit on sub y'all i mean <laughs> Stranger things have happened in the world, I'm sure. Facts. Yes, yes, yes. So, have you been playing anything since you've been uh, kind of under the weather here, man? Um, yeah, I made sure that I hit both my stream times on Tuesday and okay. Thursday. There was no Wednesday uh, okay. stream for me this week, but I did a. Um, let's see, I did Minecraft last night, I think it was, and I I was making some cosplay stuff for a grab bag. And then before that, I played, I played a game called Bubble Boy, Bulb Boy, sorry, Bulb Boy, Bulb and it is Boy? indie. Yep, it's fifteen bucks, and it is a, it's a game, it's a trip, it is a <laughs> wild, wild ride, man. <laughs> okay. I would wild, definitely wild suggest ride. that game. Okay. Yes. I'll have to check that out, man. I've never heard of it. I, you know, we like indies, so um, I'll check some some trailers for that out, and some gameplay footage, so. What's what's kind That's of the good. premise of it? Is it like a platformer? Is it a top down, first person, third person? Um, it's a. Well, I guess if we're gonna get into that, it'd be like almost almost a side scrolling adventure. Okay. Uh, so you do side scrolling, and then you're put into a room, and then inside whatever room you're in or space, uh, because it's bigger than a screen, you have to figure out the different puzzles in that area in order to proceed. And some of those spaces, it's like there's a boss in that area and you have to figure out what you need to do in order to take him down. The whole idea is that you're bulb boy and you're trying to 
rescue your granddad who is possessed by some something weird. So you're trying to get through your house and and get to it, okay. and there's uh, it's a trip, dude. It is it's wild. All right, I'll have to check that out, man. Definitely have to check that out. I uh, don't know if you saw my post, but I did beat uh, Sekiro or Sekiro. Oh, the nice pronunciation is. Hey, Worth thank it. you for the sparks. Uh, Canonical and Coop, rip. <laughs> Coop posted rip <laughs> and <Canonical laughs> Wing, give us a taco. Thank you guys. Nice. Much appreciated. Tacos are always welcome. Hopefully, I did try to do some tweaking the audio stuff before we got started. That's why we were a little late starting. Hopefully, the audio is still coming through okay on stream. So we had some issues last week with some some popping and, and stuff, artifacting like that stuff on the captured audio portion. So for all the audio listeners, apologies for that. We're working, you know, we're working hard on things here. You know, it's, uh, it's always a grind, ever changing. Don't know why. All right. Thanks, <laughs> Canonical. So... Yes, Sekiro. Um, <laughs> Was it for, worth it? Thank you for the host, DS Claw. Mm, yes, uh, man. Good, you know that DS Claw guy. I tell you what, he he's a great supporter of this show. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, big um, and small. <laughs> Was it worth it for me? Uh oh. <laughs> was okay so i posted some stuff to reddit because this is well, i gotta preface this this is the first really the first game from from software i actually like gave enough time to right like all the dark okay. souls demon souls games i played like i think it was dark souls one or dark souls two for like two hours and i was like getting nowhere just getting destroyed beating my head against the wall constantly i said not for me never visited another one of their titles <laughs> just just how it was so i actually give this one the time of day and decided to learn it now to me the we hmm, i like a good story in a game right just like you mm-hmm. so that being said if i'm putting all these hours and learning this combat and just the grind of just dying over and over again and the difficulty level, I'm expecting like a super cool story. Mm-hmm. That was not the case for me, at least in my experience with the game. So there's four possible endings. Yep. I got one of the good ones and I was just like, wow, this is, this is, kind of cliche i was like this this is the reward of the story at the end of the game for me that i've just like grinded on and raged on and all this that and the other thing i'm just like yep not for me i probably won't visit another one of their games because this is apparently how it is yeah i posted some questions to reddit because i said maybe my expect my expectation of what this should have been is story-wise narrative-wise is different than what the fans of these games have replied with. They're like, no, this is typical. Okay. And I said, okay, well, so they do this. Does from software subscribe to the journey is the reward, not the ending. And they're like, yes, a hundred percent you learning the mechanics of the combat and mastering that stuff. And the gameplay is the reward and mastering that, you know, the difficulty curve is the reward. Not so much mm. the story. Okay. And I said, 
okay, well now, now <laughs> and I, I'm done. And I'm done. And that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And it's really cool because all the people that replied to me weren't like, oh, you're such an idiot. No one was, a, you know, in this in this Reddit thread was. They were all very cool, very understanding, and they were just, you know, no one was trolling me and no one was being a jerk or anything like that. So it was great. Everybody's like, yep, nice. very much. This has been my experience. This has been my experience. This is really seems like how they develop their games. As a novice to their to their titles. Okay, I didn't really know what that expectation should be or was, but now that I know that, yes, this is typical, this is what I should have expected, I can't be mad at the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my ignorance is not applicable to say the game is terrible. Yeah. Because it's not It's just not for game. you. It's just yeah. not for me. So, yep. that's Sun Seal Delivered. That's, that's that. Um, also, dive back into Anthem. I think I'm almost level 25. Mm-hmm. Um, whoop, whoop. yep. Coop, Coop and I played a little bit of that and, uh, that was good getting there, getting there. Um, still at this point in, this, in time, the game still has b- bugs, man. And it's, it's depressing cause I like the game. I do like the game, but it gets frustrating to a point where you have to try to load like three different times of loading in to just a general mission or expeditions. Like, nope. Pilot data pilot data error kicks you back out have to do it again pilot data error kicks back out do it again there's literally literally i don't know i wish it should take the screenshot this is yeah coop it it is it is sad at this point there's still persistent bugs that were still that were present on day one right regardless of the loot pool fixes and stuff like that like you know okay the loot issue is one thing but a bug that kicks you back out of your mission is more <laughs> more important to fix than the RNG. Yeah, in my I can see that. <laughs> so I literally spawned in to the map one time without a head and a completely different armor set and color scheme. Nice. And that's why that's why I wish I would take the screenshot. I was like, why is this even happening at this point? And at this point in the game's that's classy. release. And I don't want to shit on Bioware. I really don't. I like their products. <laughs> I like their games. Oh, I do. It's the same thing with like you know we, uh, with Bungie and Destiny stuff. Like I don't want to crap on them, but there's bugs that need to be hammered out. And there, you know, I see all stuff about oh they're bringing in a cataclysm, these big world events and stuff in the next, you know, couple months. I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, no, God, you can't get the fundamentals of your game with fixed first before you start adding big world events. What's that gonna do? Yeah, just, it's going to fucking implode. No. Yeah, I'm just like, no, 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 stop. Put the brakes <laughs> on it. Focus on the game-breaking bugs that, that really affect people being being able to just queue up, get in, start playing without being kicked back out. So, yeah, and Coop, that's right. You were, also, you, you were neon yellow. I was just like, it was just it was crazy. That's but crazy. That's what I've been playing. And again, I like the game. I just wish these, you know, quality of certain life things stuff were fixed. Were fixed. <laughs> but that's what I've been playing. No, it's gangster, so man. Good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, it's all good stuff, man. Right? It's all good. All good. So that's what we've been playing. That's what we've been doing. Um, let's get into some of the news this week. Oh yes, this coming to us from Polygon. And I'm sure you'll have some thoughts about this. You can now, for the most recent Resident Evil Two, all right, remaster or RE Two, okay. whatever you, I can't remember what it's called. You probably you're a Resident Evil fan, you know more than me. On it, 
you can get all the game unlocks for five dollars. Motherfucker. Okay. So Go ahead. This comes to us from Polygon. Resident Evil 2 add-on will let you skip the challenges, get right to the tofu. The new 499 DLC will let you unlock all the in-game rewards. Uh, let me see here. Mm. Yeah, so, so yeah, no, hold on. Mm. Let, let me read this here. <laughs> I know you're going to have thoughts, man. Koo says WTF. Capcom's Resident Evil 2 remake offers pl- plenty beyond the core campaigns for Claire and Leon. Two extra scenarios starring Umbrella Security Services Operative Hunk and Stars member Tofu are also available. But if you don't want to put in the work or the time to unlock them, Hunk merely requires completing the game's A and B scenarios, by the way. You can do that now for just a few extra bucks. The all-in-game rewards unlock item costs $4.99 and grants immediate access to the fourth survivor and the Tofu survivor scenarios, as well as costumes, the infinite bonus weapon, and in-game models and concept art. These extras can be unlocked through gameplay by meeting certain requirements, but if you don't feel like tackling some of Resident Evil 2's more difficult challenges and still want all the stuff, Capcom, Capcom's giving you the option for a small fee. Okay. <laughs> I'm waiting for it, man. Like, you're a Resident Evil fan, and I know you were like putting in the time to get to this stuff. Okay, so literally one of the um, items in that game in order to unlock the infinite knife, which is ridiculous anyways, is the raccoon, uh, Mr. Raccoon statues from the Raccoon Zoo. I literally, before this show, was working on the model because I'm going to be casting them for the Resident Evil ga- like grab bag that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And finding back shots of that motherfucker was insanely painful. And it was one of the things that you could unlock in the game, but you had to find all 30 of them. You had to go through Leon, Claire's, and all the survive the ghost survivors and find all, all of them. And then you would be able to unlock the model so that you could rotate it around and be able to check it out. So I'm upset by that because I probably would have forked over the $2 instead of like trying to get shots of this thing with screen capture. Right. During stream, mind you, uh, while I'm playing the damn game to try to get it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's upsetting, to say the least. And it does kind of cheapen it because, like, uh, you were talking about with um, Sekiro and Dark Souls, uh, Resident Evil is notorious for the grind. And it and it's it's a game that that's kind of fundamentally about multiple playthroughs. And, and uh, you might be going through the same area, but you see something different or you encounter kind of like a different scenario with the enemy or an NPC. And it, it's that's just the nature of Resident Evil. Yeah. So the fact that you can kind of cheapen it by going through and getting all of them, if you want to do that, like I get it. I'm a dad. I, I've got like tons of responsibilities that I have to do. And like I said, if I could have, I would have paid for the raccoon just in order to cut down on time and Google searches. Um. So, because my time is valuable <laughs> to me, yeah, so yeah. I would I would have done it. So I get it. I get both sides. So I, I can't be mad at him for it. It mm-hmm. is. It's frustrating, <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree with that. Like so, with the time factor, I totally get it. Like you, I'm a dad, busy work. You know, working forty plus hours a week. I don't have time for. I just don't have time to do multiple playthroughs to unlock 
the other playthroughs or the other players. <laughs> yeah. I just don't, you know. Um, and if it's content that I want to experience, it's this isn't a you know. Some people may argue it's a pay to win scenario. It's really not. It's content. It's just unlock content that you're you're that they're that's paywalled or time walled, if you will. Yeah. Right. You're kind of. I look at this like paying for a front of the line pass at Bush Gardens or at amusement park. Like you want to get to the front line, you want to get to that next ride quicker. Pay pay a fee for it. Yep. That's someone else. I get that. So yeah. And that person's got to wait in line longer than you do. Yeah. And that and by so. the sounds of it, it doesn't sound like they're unlocking the story. It just sounds like they're unlocking like the cosmetics, the skins, and stuff like that. Which in this day and age, in this generation of gaming, that's kind of what we do, anyways, right? It's really more about the like loot boxes and things like that, being yeah. able to have it. It doesn't really affect the core gameplay per se. Yeah. Except the infinite goddamn knife. Oh, the which would have come in handy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Coop says, but I'm busy, it's <laughs> Coop says, but I'm busy, et cetera. I feel so much more accomplished, so much more accomplishment when I do finally get it. I don't get it I don't get it now. I'll get a year from now. Just don't time lock it so I have to do it now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I agree with that. They did that with a couple of the achievements on Halo. Um, you had to play it like on a certain day, and they've done that in other games too. You had to play it on a certain day at a certain time in order to get the achievement unlocked. And you'll so unless you go in and mess with the time on your Xbox, Xbox. yep, <laughs> you're not really gonna get it. I can't say I've done that before. I've been tempted. I'm just lazy. My apathy is far spreading. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Good deal. So, uh, yeah, next one. Now, this this is, you just got to laugh at this. This is hilarious. I don't know if you've ever played EVE Online or not. No, I know a little bit about it, though. Not enough to be like, oh, I am I can speak this intelligently, but. Right. Yeah, same here. I mean, I know of it. know what it is. This is coming to us from Eurogamer, a real-life U.S. politician banned from EVE Online for alleged corruption. I mean, can oh fuck! Yeah, it's, it's 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 so good that it's you just can't it can't be it can't be made up. Like it's just it's too good. So, a real life American politician has been banned from Eve Online for alleged corruption. Developer CCP and Republican Brian Shoneman, who went by the name Brisk Ruble in the space MMO was removed from his role as a member of the Council of Stellar Management, CSM, EVE Online's player advocacy group, for allegedly breaking a non-disclosure agreement and using insider information to make money in-game. It's so good. Please, oh, i got to post this article in chat because this is just too good not to share. It's just too good. In a post on the EVE Online website, CCP said Brisk Ruble was found to be sharing confidential information with a member of his alliance that was later used by another alliance member to conduct illicit in-game transactions. Brisk Ruble has denied any wrongdoing. Of course, he's a politician. Yeah, like, how is that this surprising? Is his avatar's name. You know, whatever. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. The CSM operates under a non-disclosure agreement, NDA, with CCP Games. 
which enables it to be privy to and offer feedback on future developments in EVE Online. So it's, I mean, what some it's like insider trading almost, like in a way. Yeah. With the economy, with knowing some insider information on the upcoming stuff in EVE Online. Um, Ruble, who campaigned to be who campaigned for membership of the CSM by leaning on his real-life experience as a politician and thus tied his personal life to his virtual life, was removed from his role as a CSM representative and is banned from running in any future CSM elections. <laughs> He's also had his in-game accounts permanently banned from the game. Two other players involved in the incident have received a one-year ban, and all illicit assets from ISK, EVE Online's virtual currency, gained from the incident have been confiscated. A quote, a quote, to be fully transparent, the mis this misconduct was brought to us by the CSM themselves as an immediate threat to the integrity of the CSM as an institution, CCP explained. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so good. That's, uh, <laughs> wow. Yes. That's uh, pretty, that's pretty, I, well, I don't know what I'm more impressed with, the fact that he was like, savvy enough in the game to like try to run for office in there or like there's so much in this article this it's is a, the there's a lot yeah there's a lot in the article and there is a like some of the quotes from the from they got some quotes here from from the you know the ruble or shoneman the uh politician i am innocent of these allegations he said i have not and would not violate the nda i signed after being elected to the csm I have not provided any proprietary information furnished by CCP to me as a CSM member to anyone. These baseless charges have had an immediate and negative impact on not only my in-game reputation, but my out-of-game reputation. <laughs> uh, no way. He was in my state. I didn't read further enough down. In real life, Brian <laughs> Shoneman was the 2011 Republican candidate for District 37 of the Virginia House of Delegates and lobbied on transportation issues. He was uncontested in the August 2011 primary and was defeated by incumbent Democrat David Belova in the November 2011 general election. Oh, wow. He actually made a, in this link, he has a campaign video he made yep. to be elected into the EVE Online CSM 13. Oh, God, this is too good. Uh, I, I have to click it. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> please, please watch it. Oh, God. It's, the video that started off was... Uh, oh, God. It's for the initiative. That is amazing. Uh, oh, man. This is... It's too good. See, now we'll try to get a screen grab and, and stream this and we all watch it together, but it's so good. It'll probably, probably get it's a so copyright claim or something, I'm sure. Oh, uh, indefinitely, but it's it's it check it out on your own. That is amazing. It I made it twenty seconds in. I'm I'm hooked. He's got my vote. <laughs> Clear his name. Bring back Rupal. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and the dude looks like an online predator. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. He does. God, it's down. God, it's down. I'm sorry. I like, I, you know, I'm just saying, I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying anything. I'm saying how he appears. Just 
in the still image I see of him right now, I'm just like, mm. yeah. That's insane. <sighs> Campaigning hard too, dude. Uh, so so hard. I'm gonna campaign real hard on this next story for the uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, teased with a damaged mm, lightsaber. Yes. Yep, mm. on the the crest, right? It was like a yep. crest. Yep. This comes to us from Twinfinite.net. It's a good name. It is a good name. It's a good site. It's a good name. Um, so yeah, it's just a, it's just an image they teased. Um, so today, Electronic Arts and Respawn Entertainment delivered the first tease of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. This was on, I think Tuesday, um, yeah. in the form of a logo and an illustration. We get to see a damaged lightsaber and for now, that's pretty much it, but more will be revealed tomorrow. One thirty. one thirty CDT out of central daylight time. Maybe. I don't know what that sure. means. Sure. Um, from the Star Wars celebration that this year will be hosted at McCormick Place in Chicago. You can watch it live on EA's Star Wars Twitch channel. So they will be getting more information about that. And what what got what really has me excited about this is that it is being developed by Respawn. I love Respawn games. As you know, Titanfall 2, Titanfall series, now Apex Legends. So they're they're doing good things. I like their their aesthetic of how they do games. Um, it's pretty awesome. And Respawn Entertainment is uh, uh, it's being developed by a team at Respawn that's being led by the God of War three director Stig Asmussen. Yeah. So some good some good good credit there. So we'll see what happens on this reveal or whatever tomorrow. I would like to. Uh, Hopefully check it out, but it's a busy weekend for me. So maybe a VOD. When we you got it. Yeah, you got it. You got to make it, man, because I'm working, working this weekend. Yeah. Hey, man, I got, I got swim, swim lessons. I Ooh, got snap. Easter egg hunt. <laughs> this is life. Man. Oh shit. We yeah, went, it is Easter. We went, Easter season. Yes. Tonight we went to a local cafe that was having a paint your own pottery thing. Did that. It's a busy season, man. Spring has sprung, for lack of a better term. <laughs> and so I'm having the snow just melted. Hippity <laughs> hop all over the damn place. So that's what's up. Excited about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. We will keep you posted on. Uh, check us out on Twitter. <laughs> Coop says, "Wow, need a break from your breaks." Yeah, man, you ain't lying, bro. So we'll hopefully post some stuff on Twitter um, once we hear some more news on it. You can follow us at Fresh Takes Pod on the Twitter sphere. And yeah, moving along here. Oh, PlayStation. <laughs> we reported on this before because um, they were doing a beta portion of it where you're able to change your PlayStation Network uh, online ID. Yep. So this comes to us from the PlayStation blog. <coughs> so they say... We're excited to announce as of today, I think this was Wednesday or Thursday, that you're now able to change your online ID via web browser. And that feature will be available starting today. Thanks to our participating in the beta preview back in October, November, which we reported on, and who gave us your feedback. Let's see. 
here is what they have so far. We do want to take the opportunity to clarify one point. As a result of the preview program, we found an instance where a game did not fully support the feature, even though it was originally published after April 1st, 2018. Contrary to what we mentioned in our original announcement, contrary to what we mentioned in our original announcement, I said that with inflection up so that there was more coming, but that there was actually a period at the end of it. Uh, <laughs> all PS4 games originally published on or after April 1st, 2018 have been developed to support the online ID change feature. However, since they have not all been specifically tested with the feature, we cannot guarantee that they will support it. For more details and information, we encourage you to refer to the list of tested games before making a change to your online ID. Do keep in mind that a large majority of most actively played PS4 games support the feature. So let's go here to this list of tested games. <laughs> this is this. So this is what's they have three categories, right? If you go to this link, they have three categories. Games list. Games with no known issues. Games with issues identified. And games with critical issues. So games with no known issues. With the online ID change. Ooh, it's a lot. Um, so, some you know, Assassin's Creed, AVP Reloaded, Ark Survival, Batman Arkham series, it looks like. Uh, Bully, Broforce, Blaze Blue. I mean, this is a, there's a, it's all alphabetical order. Bioshock, Cars, Call of Duty stuff. DC Universe Online, Destiny 2, Doom, Dishonored. The list goes on and on for games with no known issues. Games with issues identified. So games with issues identified. Games which have been tested and were found to have one or more of the following known issues which we did not consider critical to the gameplay experience, but which you should review to consider how important they are to you. Here are the bullet points. Previous online IDs may remain visible to you and other players, or the online ID is no longer visible in some areas in a game title, in a game title, i.e. in rankings, leaderboards, etc. For some game titles, the online ID will automatically update if you sign out and then sign back into the game or when various gameplay activities are performed after sign-in. User accounts on PlayStation may be unlinked from game accounts. Linking accounts again may restore the original linkage. And certain game settings may be initialized to their default state, audio setting, controller setting, etc. For some game titles, settings may be recovered if you sign out and back into the game. These games are identified on the games list by issues identified. Okay, so here are some of the games with these issues identified. Uh, Absolver, Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, Bloodborne, Call of Duty. Bloodborne, that's a, that's like as exclusive too. You think they would figure that out? Crossout, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, EA Sports, FIFA 17, Gauntlet, God Eater 2, Grand Theft Auto 5, Gundam vs. Injustice 2, Killzone Shadowfall, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, um, bunch of Naruto games, Rock Band 4, Rocksmith, The Last of Us, another first party game of theirs titanfall 2 trackmania trove uncharted 4 uno warframe wipeout and there's a, f a handful more in there i didn't mention but so maybe 20 or so games that have issues identified um then games with critical issues it's crazy um <laughs> so here are the list of critical issues that could happen users may lose in-game currency whether paid for or earned Loss of, oh, loss of game progress, including scores and progress toward trophy unlocking. Loss of user-generated content or parts of the game may not function properly, both online and offline. 
If you have a game in this category, we do not recommend changing your online ID. If you wish to continue playing that game without losing its entitlements and achievements which you have already bought or released, it is possible to incur permanent game errors or data loss as a result of using this feature. Those Damn. are the critical issues. Here are the games with critical issues. Not many. There's not many. So that's that's kind of good. Yeah, but they can't possibly have tested every game. I I I just find that hard to believe. But critical issue games: Disc Disc Jam, Just Dance 2017, Little Big Planet 3, MLB 14, Ooh. The Show, MLB The Show 16, MLB The Show 15, Onrush, The Golf Club 2, and Worms Battlegrounds. Whew. Thoughts? Well, at least it's. I'm surprised that Little Big Planet's on that, like any of the Little Big Planets, because that's yeah one of their one of their premier titles. So that one that surprises me. Uh, Worms. I don't know. It's that that is a really competitive game, multiplayer wise. So I don't know. I think that it's the only other one that really stuck out to me. I don't. As far as sports game goes, is PS, is that really, is PlayStation like really a platform where that's really kind of hounded down? Isn't that more of an Xbox gig? Sports games? Well, they're all third party, so they're on both platforms. So, or okay. all platforms typically. So, there's a lot of people on PlayStation yeah. that play a lot the same like NBA 2K and stuff like that. And MLB. Yeah. Um, at least it's the smallest. Are they working? Are they working to try to like resolve that? Can it be resolved? No, they've said bef- they've said before that when they launched PSN. Um, so, I, I, from my understanding, and please correct me if I'm wrong, chat. How Xbox works, right? With your gamer tag on Xbox Live is your DS Claw. I'm Bub Drum on Xbox Live, right? Okay. That, that merely just serves as a front end alias for some sort of coded numerical value on the back end that is unique to Bubdrum or the DS Claw. Yeah. Okay. PlayStation, I don't believe, did that. And it's just like, you're Bubdrum. It's just text value, Bubdrum. And it's like <laughs> hard set. There's no dynamic dynamic uh, ability to be for it to be dynamic. It's just static. No, snap. So yeah. when you go to change that, there is no, okay, I'm now, like if it was Xbox, I'm now Bubdrum, now I'm, Fart knocker, fart knocker twenty seven, <laughs> and that but that back end ID stays the same. It's just now you have a, this alias, a different moniker. Space, so all that stuff would go with it. Okay. Okay. Coop says, "Yep, that's correct. Bingo, that's correct, Bob Drum." So thanks, Coop. Thanks for verifying, making me feel smart. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's my understanding of it. Um, and Sony's basically said, "Yep, we when we launch this, it's a big issue. We're trying to fix it." And I think this is their way of fixing it and saying this is the best we we can do because this, we were short we, we were short so we were short sighted on the on the launch of this back on okay. the previous generation or whenever it was. Um, Sweet, maybe I still got my game tag then. Yeah, probably so. Awesome, I loved it. So, what was it? War pig. Oh, nice. no numbers, no nothing, just yeah, straight just up war pig. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So it's uh, like Sony's doing great things, and they, you know, I like, you know, I wish I had a play- PlayStation 4. I wish I could play some of the sweet exclusives. It sucks for the player base that 
you know, got stuck with some stupid name they created when they were 18 and now they're a grown (laughs) 40-year-old adult and they're like, dear God, I'm stuck with freaking Big Daddy Pun 69 or something. Yep. You know, something (laughs) stupid. Um, So that sucks. Uh, To me, I guess guess it's nice that they posted this, right? Yeah, and at least it was an acknowledgement. Right. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Who's going to, like, what percentage of, of the player base that wants to change their gamertag knows that's out there, right? And, then for, and for them to, like, review that. Well, maybe, since I don't have a PlayStation, I don't know, maybe they they had, like, I get notifications from Xbox Live all the time. True. I can only imagine that PSN was blasting something at their player base. Yeah. <clears throat> or I, at least I, would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> So do you think they're, they're going to take the time to read all that? Probably not. Probably not. So, anyway. So, <laughs> that's what's going on for Sony folks. You know, maybe uh, weigh heavily your individual scenario and see if it, <laughs> if it, if it works for you to change that, you know? Um, yeah. Maybe choose a little bit better. Eh, Instead of, like, thick daddy. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's true. <laughs> You, you got you got to have some skin in that game. Like you're somewhat culpable too. Oh, for you sure. Be like for oh sure. oh, it, it it did this to me. Well, you played yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. I mean, hey, yeah, I'm guilty of one of my first wild characters. Man, was named Jack Nut. All right, let me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm yeah. stuck with uh, stuck with Chunky Hunk 22 is my email. Uh, one of my oldest emails. Oh man, that people still yeah, that's uh, that's not that's not business worthy. Let me just tell you that Chunky one. Chunky <laughs> hunk. Yeah, I love it. There you I go. I love it. That's your mm. stage name. <laughs> that's your stage name, man. I like it. Boom. 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 Okay, so moving on. I know you're a big JRPG fan. Yep. I know. The world, as we know, it is being turned upside down, man. When exclusives are no longer exclusives indefinitely. Mm, Ubiquity is coming, and it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be good for the consumer. It's a matter of time. I'm hitting my desk, so if the audio picks it up, (laughs) it's because I'm excited, and my monitor is cranking down on me because I'm hitting my desk. But yes, (laughs) Octopath Traveler is coming to PC in June. Nice. The Nintendo Switch. That is a game, yeah. Nintendo Switch exclusive. Coming that, PC. That looks June. like a good game. It is fantastic from what I've heard. I've seen uh, a buddy of mine play it, and I was like, "Dude, this like two and a half D art thing they got going on is super cool." Yeah, it looks beautiful. Even you know on the Switch, it looks great. So, what I don't know is if they're going to do any sort of graphic enhancements for it to be you know on the PC, or if it's just going to be a straight up port, like one to one sort of port. Um, supposed to be coming by way of steam in the square enix store on june 7th so nice i'm excited for that i'm pretty sure the horsepower needed to run it on pc will be very minimal so a lot of folks will probably be able to play it yeah that's a good move on their part the devs absolutely absolutely so i'm kind of excited for that i want to dive into it man i might i might have to take the chance to dive into octopath um, are are you in a are you in it as long as the story's good right that's where you're at yes doesn't matter so, the time length 
yeah so it's just it's like one of those things like um jrpgs are hit or miss for me okay right that's fair so it's like one of my i think uh, back in the day i didn't know it was because it probably said jrpg or whatever um was well, i think it was yeah it was snes chrono trigger man oh chrono trigger mm, like so fantastic good. fantastic so <clears throat> yep you know this kind of puts me a little bit in mind of that in a way so yeah i'm not gonna lie to you my, my respect just increased for you a little bit yeah <laughs> that's good that's good so it's a good goddamn title man <laughs> yeah i mean throwing it out there bro i mean I'm, no i never brought it up before but like it was good it was. It was a damn good game. Yeah. I need to probably go back and revisit because I don't remember a whole hell of a lot of it now. But yeah, they just redid it not too long ago. Same yeah. with Secret of Mana. Ah, oh, Secret of Mana. That was another good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah. So I'm I'm kind of excited for it, man. I think it's gonna be a good time. But even better yes. news. Here's what we're gonna do. This could be possibly another Fresh Takes play event because okay. we both got Game Pass. All right. You want to go hunting? What? <laughs> Monster Hunter World's coming to Game Pass. Oh, is it? Yep. Yeah, I already have the game, dude. If you want it, let's oh, throw it down. Okay. So, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, game it comes to us from Game Informer, man. Some like Xbox has been just killing it with titles in Game Pass, man. Like being more yes. current titles, which is great. Not just this old catalog of stuff. Um, so, so Wait, you don't want to play Bionic Informer. Commando? <laughs> uh, wait, wait was the NES one or the, the NES the re- one was a lot better one. than the yeah, reboot. The oh, reboot was oh, God, a hot, was, hot trash, man. That, that was hard. It was Oof. tough. <laughs> Coop says he's cheating. He's already leveled up above drum. That's true. That means he can carry me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm down. My backpack's big, baby. Let's yeah, go. All right, let's go. I don't know the first thing. Well, I know about the game. I've watched people play it on stream and stuff. It looks great. Um, but actually diving into the systems and stuff of combat and leveling and stuff like that, I'm not familiar with yet, but I will get there. But yeah, so Monster Hunter World, Prey from Bethesda, which I'm definitely going to play. Yes. I'm going to probably stream that one. Yep. Um, Amen. Life is Strange 2 Episode 2 are coming to Xbox Game Pass in April, as well as The Golf Club 2, The Walking Dead, A New Frontier, and Resident Evil 5. Mm-hmm. All coming Game Pass in April. Yep. So get excited. If you haven't bought any of those games already, there's a full list there. That's going to be awesome. Because I have Life is Strange episode. I have Life is Strange 2 episode 1. I still haven't played it. I want to. Um, so I heard it's really, those are really good games. So one thing I noticed here and noticed lately, and I didn't think about it till I saw this article. And this is tin tinfoil hat time. Oh, here we go. Tin tinfoil tinfoil hat. That's the tinfoil crinkling. There you go. There we go. Or a bag of Doritos, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. So, um, tinfoil hat time. When I saw this, I was like, "Wow, Monster Hunter World, awesome! You know, that's great. Um, Resident Evil Five, awesome! That's great. What was just announced the other week? Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, also great." And then I started looking through my Games Pass library for a quick second. I was like, there is an absolute crap ton of games from Capcom here. Yeah, I was just as soon as you were naming those off, I, 
They're all okay. Capcom games. Tinfoil hat theory time. Mm. We will start seeing Xbox will cut a deal with Capcom to get their their games, so technically third party, day and date as well as on Game Pass. It's coming. Ooh. I'm telling you. Okay. I'm telling you, they're co- they're courting Capcom. Nightmare 96, did you guys hear Halo Infinite is the largest video game cost ever? Over $500 million. They haven't even spent on marketing yet. I did hear that um, last week, though. So I didn't put it in the notes for this week because it's That's crazy. a week. That, that news was a week old, and I missed it last week because I'm a terrible jur- <laughs> net journalist. <laughs> 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 so, um, But, yeah, that's that's exciting news, man. It's going to be a very, very impressive, impressive game. I, I hope. Yeah, and Kanalko Bacon says the PS Plus selections were underwhelming this month for me. Xbox Game Pass is on point, and it continues to be on point. Um, you know, they're just yeah. they're just really not holding back anymore, trying to get things into that library, yeah. into that system. They also announced last week a combined ga- Xbox Live and Game Pass uh, subscription service. So, yep, I think it's fifteen bucks a month. You get your Xbox Live Gold and your Game Pass included with that, which is pretty great. But if you already buy your stuff annually, like flat fee annually for Xbox Live Gold, not really, a, not really a savings at all. So, um, just something to keep in mind. Also, quick deal for you: Titanfall Two Ultimate Edition is four dollars and fifty cents right now in the Microsoft Store. But probably by the time everybody hears this audio, listeners, sorry, probably not going to be on sale anymore. So. Nightmare 96 says they should call it Xbox Live Platinum with Game Pass. Yep. Uh, kind of. Okay. I would stick with their gold. Uh, the gold and silver themes they have going, yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. Or Game Pass or GPP. Game Pass Plutonium. Conkle <laughs> Bain says, Rabbit Trail. Any news on Elder Scrolls Blades mobile game? I got into early access playing and check it out this weekend. So I got into early access as well. Not compatible on my, my mobile device. So bump you, Bethesda, in your early access program for your mobile games. <laughs> but 96 says... Ask the customer. Coop says, Elder Scrolls Mobile is fun. That really nice. He says, but I want to be an elitist. Coop says, need an iPhone. Dude, Apple sucks with early anything. Nah, man. Nah, man. I told them specifically when I signed up, I have an Android phone. Step off me. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> Don't make me submit my information so you can farm it out to your third parties for marketing and I can't play your game that you sell my information for. Yes. Still Damn. in tinfoil mode. That's how it all little, works. A little salty. A little salty. After they got done laughing, they accepted you. Thanks for the pizza, Canonical <laughs> Bacon. Appreciate it. So, I got early on my iPhone XR. Well, aren't you special? I have an iPhone through my employer, but guess what? It is part of an MDM, so I don't get to install apps at will on it. It is all centrally managed. DS Claw, adding salt. Appreciate it, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Coop says, yes, mine is also from my work. Obviously, they do not have a good security policy because they're letting you install games on your work phone. Boom. (laughs) Sounds like you need a new job. That's what it is. But it is just bullshit. Nah, man. I got a dope. I got a dope ass Surface Book Two sitting 
sitting in my backpack for my work computer, man. Nice. Now nah, they treat me well with technology, man. I can't complain about that. Coop says they let me admin our office. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the problem. <laughs> Coop's over there admin, but he's really just playing Elder Scrolls. He's like, no, nah, I got a point email to reply here. It's like, yeah, oh, he'll, he'll, he'll just call. throw out the, uh, yeah. the, uh, the, occasional, the occasional curse word and be like, oh, man, must be bad. Something, a server must go down and, and uh, Coop just died <laughs> <laughs> in blades. <laughs> Canonical Bacon equals security equals yeah. convenient. convenient. Hmm. Yeah. So, yes, fun times. Hey, DS Claw, guess what time it is? It is that time. No. Do it once a week. <laughs> no, it's not that time yet. No, no, no. But you can okay, always say it once it? a week. It's time for the story about Bungie. <laughs> it's time for the <laughs> weekly story about Bungie. Canonical Bacon, we're not there yet, but it is. I thought that's what Bungie it was too, Canonical. <laughs> I know. I was waiting. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. I, I should have led with something different on that. Should have led with something different on that. Kobe says hype. <laughs> so this is this is kind of funny. So there's a recent patch to Destiny 2, and for a limited time last uh, what, what what day was this? Comes to us from Eurogamer. This was on the tenth Wednesday. So for a limited time last night, De- on this was on Wednesday, or so Tuesday. Patch days Tuesday for Destiny. I used to I used to have that memorized because I used to be a fan. Um, for a limited time <laughs> last night. <laughs> Gonna double down on the salt emoji here in a minute. Jeez. <laughs> Keeping it fresh or salty or fermented. I don't know. <laughs> so for a limited time Tuesday night, Destiny 2 players on PC and Xbox One could get their paws on one of the best looking guns in the game, the Wave Splitter. Today, however, Bungie has said it will revoke access to it. Problem here is Wave Splitter status as a timed PlayStation 4 exclusive. Since Destiny's one launch, since Destiny One's launch, every game expansion DLC in the franchise is featured. That in the in the franchise has featured a smattering of missions, multiplayer weapons, etc. Yeah, on PlayStation Four first, with a 12-month wait for everyone else. Everyone else just used to be Xbox players, of course, but upon Destiny 2's arrival, now also includes those on PC. Destiny Two also highlighted how annoying on PC. Destiny 2's arrival also highlighted how annoying this timed exclusive stuff was for non-PlayStation owners. As the preceding year's Rise of Iron exclusive stuff only entered loot pools after people had moved over to Destiny 2, which reset all your gear anyway. So, they put on their blog posts. Nightmare 6 says, This was Bungie's first failure as a publisher. They can't blame Activision anymore. Oof. Very true. Very true. Access to Wavesplitter will be revoked via an upcoming fix. In quotes, Bungie community manager Cosmo wrote on the developer's forum last night. PC and Xbox One owners will be able to use it until then, after which point it will be left locked within their inventories until its exclusivity period expires this September. So how did this happen? It seems PC and Xbox One players were able to grab Wavesplitter last night via a limited period of time after the game's latest update hit, but before weekly merchant Xur departed. Xur sells items named Faded Engrams, which drop exotic quality items to players who do not already have in their collection. Which is why PC and Xbox One folk rushed to redeem one last night to get a wave splitter in return. So, yes. Oops. So, 
Coop says, more reason while you will never see cross-platform progression saving. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Netmine96 says, how about own your own mistake? Let everyone have it and make a new exclusive. Can't happen, Nightmare. Can't happen. Because the content in the contract, this was already written out and signed on. I'm pretty sure with PlayStation on what they were going to get, how they were going to get it. It was probably too late to go back and create a new exclusive for PlayStation at this point. And it would be very messy financially without Activision's money anymore <laughs> to, to help them out of any sort of legal uh, entanglement they could get in with Sony. So, number 96 says, I have no sympathy since they jumped ship from MS anyways. Shrugs. Canonical Bacon gives the poop emoji. Thank you, Canonical Bacon. <laughs> so, this just further further proves to me the whole idea of t- of exclusive locked exclusivity is a problem. Not only f- is it anti-consumer in a, in a certain aspect, but it's a problem for the developer too. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, actually so, happen. Um, so if you just say, "Well, no more," we're not going to sign the exclusivity deals. I know this that's a pipe dream. This is the way the world works now with business and video games. If you want to get people locked in on your platform, whatever, you got to get those time exclusives. You got to get the hottest, freshest stuff first. But then there's things like this that happen. So when there's a hiccup, <laughs> it's a, it can be a big problem. Uh, says, I'm, I'm starting a boycott. <laughs> no more exclusive content that is locking me out. Nightmare says they want their bonus paycheck from the platform, though. Coop says developers never have any issues. They are all great. Good points, guys. Good points. Satire included. Whoa, Kanako Bacon. <laughs> Ubiquity trumps exclusivity every single time. It's all about the money instead of the players. That's absolutely 100% correct. Ubiquity trumps exclusivities, exclusivity to the player, but not to the studio developer and business people that are on the hook to push every to pump every dollar they can out of this game. Nightmare says, that's why I just like games that are bound to one platform anyways. Death Stranding, I will YouTube so hard. <laughs> yeah, I will too, man. I will too. <laughs> so, yeah, the time exclusivity thing, pff, bump that, man. Garbage, hot trash, don't like it, but I understand it's the way the world works now. Doesn't mean I gotta like it, though. Damn the man. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, moving on. No more thoughts on that DS Claw? Just no, I don't really have any. It, it's we've talked about exclusive know. stuff before, so yeah, we talked about exclusive stuff before, and the amount of shit that I talked to Destiny at this point, I could write a small novel, and I just feel like I'm kicking a dead dog at this point. So I'm, I'm good. I'm all good here, man. <laughs> all right, man. All right. Nightmare says one day I'll face you, Bubdrum, on the Halo battlefield with infinite crossplay. <laughs> hey man, if you want to get some matches on some Halo Five, let's scrap. Let's do it. Probably terrible at it, but let's do it. Uh, oh, Halo Reach! Or how about Halo Reach? <laughs> I will armor lock the shit out of you. games. And Coop says he's in. We can, yeah, we could all get in there, man. Master Chief Collection on Game Pass. The fighting's tearing this family apart. Let's go. 
Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'm down too. Yes. Like, I'll, I'll, yes. Let's do this. I'll, I'll throw in on that. Let's do this. All right, guys. It's it's, it's been put in, in in black and white text, so it's it's a binding agreement. It's official. It's official. It happened on the internet. It's totally That's true. Right. Nightmare says uh, nightmare nightmare says waiting for reach on MCC when it doesn't look like three pixels. Dang. Haters gotta hate, man. I get it. Man. Man. I so get he, it. here's what's even better though. When you're paid by your employer for your pregnancy data. <laughs> that's right. It's the title of the stream. Activision Blizzard pays employees one dollar per day to share their pregnancy data. Yes. Yes. A report by the Washington Post. This comes to us via Eurogamer. Found Activision Blizzard has been incentivizing employees to give their data to Ovia Health, an organization that offers a range of family planning and pregnancy tracking services. Companies can pay Ovia Health to access the aggregate data of their workers, which, according to the Washington Post, runs from trying to conceive months to early motherhood. Shit is not creepy <laughs> at all. The information that can be accessed includes how many workers have faced high-risk pregnancies, have given birth prematurely, the medical questions they researched, and the planned length of their maternity leave. I kind of stumbled over that. I have not had any alcohol tonight, so I just can't do English. For each day of use, employees reported to receive $1 gift card, not even cash, (laughs) gift card from Activision Blizzard, and the company in turn gets to view the combined anonymous statistics. So yes, you for $1 per day sharing your private pregnancy data will get you a net $1 gift card for in-game currency that the dollar will not buy you anything for more than likely. Oh, no, what? It's Call of Duty. Call of Duty, you can get a red dot. You can buy a red dot per day, as reported previously. So, Like, what What are they hoping to, to accomplish there? Like, I could understand maybe, like, trying to alter their maternity program and paternity leave kind of scenarios that they might have, but... I... I I don't. Um, I feel like I'm reaching for him, and that's fucked up. (laughs) So the the whole the whole idea, although Activision Blizzard stresses the program is voluntary, the financial incentive has clearly convinced many soon-to-be mothers to share their data. With one employee explaining, the bonus helped provide diaper and formula money. Activision Blizzard claims the scheme is popular, and has saved the company roughly twelve hundred dollars per employee in annual medical costs. Speaking to the Washington Post, Activision Blizzard's Vice President of Global Benefits said the program is part of an attitude shift towards sharing private information with the company. Employees initially raised concerns over privacy when the company introduced Fitbit tracking in 2014. But since then, the company has also offered financial incentives for tracking mental health, sleep, diet, autism, and cancer. And Ezard, the VP of Global Benefits, I believe, says workers are now more comfortable with sharing their data. Quote, people's sensitivity has gone from, hey, Activision Blizzard is big brother, to, hey, Activision Blizzard is really is bringing me tools that can help me out, Ezard said. Conditioned servitude. His That's other, what I heard. Yeah. His other <laughs> statements, however, point to the true nature of the program as a cost-saving exercise. I want them to have a healthy baby because it's great for our business experience. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if I buy that. That's... Yeah, I don't know if I'd be good with that, to no, be honest. I, I don't I don't think I would either. 
Uh, Nightmare says Blizzard needs to come out of the playground and come back with adult games like Diablo and Starcraft. Overwatch and Hearthstone can die in a fire. Yeah, I but they're too Hearth- busy worrying about my pregnancy. Did die, didn't it? No, that's or is that Heroes of the Storm? I think that's Heroes of the Storm. Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Coop says, "Don't worry, Bob Drum. I've drank your share of alcohol for you. Thank you, Coop. I appreciate that. That's I really a friend. Do appreciate that. In this last, last article, I couldn't think of the word article. It's been a long <laughs> week, man. I'm running on fumes." Yeah. If the energy doesn't seem there for this episode, audio listeners, I truly apologize. It's been a long-ass week. Been scrambling at work. It's been nonstop go, go, go. But we still want to bring some news in our comments and maybe some laughter along with it. So, audio listeners, forgive us. Energy, full-time dads, <laughs> full-time employees, full-time life. Sometimes... It gets you low in energy. <coughs> so Ubisoft apologizes for homophobic slur found on multi-story street art in the Division Two. So uh, Ubisoft has apologized after an art asset featuring the homopho- uh, homophobic slur was found by fans in the Division Two. Coop <laughs> says, "Insert Red Bull sponsorship now." Yes, Red Bull, please send us energy. <laughs> In the form of, <laughs> sh- well, at least for me, sugar-free Red Bull drinks. <laughs> and for DS Claw, whatever his preference is. But for me, sugar-free Red Bull. It gives you wings. Peach is okay. <laughs> there we go. The slur in question appeared on a giant graffiti mural spanning several stories of a city building. And was highlighted in a lengthy, I can't, I can never pronounce this, Imger, Imger post focused on collating mistakes and other unusual occurrences seen in the signage throughout the Division 2. Defending multi-story street art seemingly heavily inspired by the cover of 1981 Black Flag single Police Story, as noted by PC Gamer, depicts a policeman wearing a badge emblazoned with the number FA6607, an obvious homophobic slur, albeit presented in leet speak. Hmm. I actually saw the picture in that. Uh, yeah. I was I was looking at that on Twitter. Yep. So go. following the discovery of the image, uh, Ubisoft released a statement confirming that the off offending the offending art asset would be removed from the game via patch released on April 11th. We apologize that this image slipped through our content review process processes. It wrote, and we are currently reviewing them in order to avoid this kind of oversight from occurring in the future. Um. Yeah. At least I mean they're acknowledging it. They they're not trying to say. You know, making apologies for it, a backpedal, or anything like that. Just saying, yep, it's in there. It got by our review processes. I, I would hate to be on the review board for any video game. Yeah, especially something that's that. Yeah, I mean, dynamic. it's lit- yeah, I mean, it's it, art on a mural in the city. You're, you know, Washington D.C. You know how many buildings are in Washington D.C.? They try to scale, like size wise, try to scale. Like you're just trying to find one graffiti art and yep. it comes across. I mean. It's tough. It's tough. Tough gig, man. The video games industry is 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 tough, real tough. But you know they're doing something about. It. They're t- patching it out. Good stuff. I think I heard this question posed. I uh, can't remember where. I think it was maybe one of the other podcasts. It was kind of a good question. I'm gonna pose it right now before we get to our next <laughs> next thing. If you were to, excuse me, if you were to have a choice, a blind choice, right? 
of a, you had you got to pick one game, and they gave you a list of three developers. They Oof. said you can you choose one game, and you don't know which game it's going to be or anything like that. But you choose the developer of that game, or you choose the developer you want a game from. And they say random game. You get a choice of one from EA, one from Blizzard, or one from Ubisoft. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to pick Ubisoft. Hands down. They have done more good games than any of the other ones lately. And it's just like, yeah, they're doing really good things over there. I'd agree with that. <clears throat> Coop says Canadian. <laughs> that's why we found we found the secret ingredient. It's, that's it. That's it. It's, 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 it's maple syrup and free healthcare. I mean, that's yeah, why everything's so good. <laughs> I I think I would go with Ubisoft because, uh, and I wouldn't have said that six years ago. Um, but you, you have your bigger titles where they start to turn around with like black flag and stuff like that mm -hmm. with their Assassin's Creed kind of run. And now, uh, we're up to just a phenomenal game in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yes. And, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying their titles quite a bit now. So I'd, I'd probably go with Ubisoft. Yeah. Ubisoft. I mean, they've done great things with what, uh, for honor Assassin's Creed. Yep. Um, this goes on a pretty good, pretty good list going. So I haven't played for honor. That's another one I have downloaded. I haven't touched it. I played a little bit. It's, um, <clears throat> I just don't think I've given enough time to find the class that I like. If that makes sense. Okay. So yeah, I know that does totally get that. So I think that's my thing with it. Um, but people love that game. A lot of people love that game. They're still adding content to it, which is awesome. Yep. Still adding content. They're still on. And I mean, mm -hmm. and obviously the division series. I mean, we just talked about the division. Yep. So Ubisoft is is killing it. And yes, now I'll pose a question to you. It's that time, DS Claw. What time is it? <laughs> time for popular opinion. <laughs> popular opinion. Yes. <laughs> this is our part of the show where one of us. Gives an unpopular opinion. Could be on life. Could be on video games. Could be on food. Ooh. And tonight is food. It's an unpopular opinion of mine. I am a foodie. This is a body by food, if you didn't know. I am a, <laughs> a six foot, 270 pound man. That looks like he's 12. Probably sounds like he's 12, but I don't care. That's who I am. But food. And more so, the, I don't know if it's an ego thing, a pretentious thing, or whatever with food. People, tr chefs, cooks, restaurants, right? This is all part of food. Trying to gussy up a classic that should not be effed with. Nothing pisses me off more than going to a restaurant and seeing a item on the menu that I am well familiar with. I know what this dish is. I've had it many times. And it comes out and I'm, I look at it I was like, this has happened a few times in my life where I look at it and I'm like, 
what the hell is this? What is this? This is this is not what I know this to be. No, I'm not saying I'm old and stuck in my ways. I will give it a try. But unless it's better than the original, way it's supposed to be made or done, don't 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 do it. Case in point: shrimp and grits, a southern staple. <laughs> southern staple. It's an amazing dish that executed. The way God intended. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. What is done, how it's supposed to be, right? The true way. That's I, I can't say I've ever had that. So do you have another one? Another example? Yes. Okay. Biscuits and gravy. Amen. Preach. Okay. So to you, biscuits and gravy is a nice layered flaky biscuit. Canago Bacon says, would the real dumpling and chicken and dumplings please stand up? Yes. That's also poutine. I, that's what I was thinking of too, Coop, was poutine. Poutine. That's also that's also a good classic in Canada. But we're talking about biscuits and gravy, right? What's biscuits and gravy to you? What, what what does that consist of? Biscuits and copious amounts of gravy. Like there has to be a lot of what gravy. What kind on of it. gravy? It has to be uh, um, white sausage gravy, man. Like there you go. Real deal. Yeah. Don't bring me some <laughs> brown colored gravy with uh-huh. sausage in it. And people have tried to do it before, and it's pissed me off. So same sort of thing. It's a classic. Don't mess with it. Chicken it's a staple. Chicken, chicken white gravy. I don't know what chicken white gravy is. It's sausage white gravy. It's like a pepper gravy, so, a pepper white gravy with big chunks of sausage in it, man. Yes, and it's, it's the best. Fucking delicate. Best. Oh, I it's love the it. Best. The, and, but there is a place. I, uh, <coughs> oh, color. Oh, yeah, chicken white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The one that gets me is uh, when people bring me Rubens and it's not on marbled rye. Who does that? That seems like a thing. Like, even our, even even Arby's can get it right. Like that's <laughs> it needs to be a marbled rye. Don't bring me a Reuben on some Texas toast BS, man. That's no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Can Uncle is brown gravy just disguised white gravy? Oh, God. <laughs> so anyway, clam chowder, Manhattan or New England? New England all the way. New England's the, New England with the white corn, white, right? New England's the one with white with that's white, that's cream based with potatoes in it. Yep, delicious, yeah. amazing. But shrimp and grits. So it is a base of savory, creamy grits. Usually has some sort of uh, like shallot or red pepper or green onion in it. Sometimes cheese. They do like a cheddar grit with it. That's fine. But then there is a sauce that is made with shrimp and andouille sausage and it's delicious the shrimp and everything's in it goes over this pile of grits and it's savory and it's comforting it's everything you want in your life and you just didn't know it till you had it okay <laughs> I went to a place that did their riff on it and I took a picture of it and it was it, it was it was good but it irritated me after the fact that I'm like 
if it's not good as the base of the original recipe of how it, you know should be don't 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 do it brought me out some grits that were in squares grit cakes if you will <laughs> not a s- sumptuous bowl of creamy delicious cheesy flavorful grits <laughs> so that's my unpopular opinion leave crap the way it should be with in food like just <laughs> let it be so who is in chat manhattan is clam soup not chowder current twinkie versus early 90s twinkie 90s twinkie all day 90s twinkie all day absolutely i don't know what they did with the sponge cake that goes around it but they changed it somehow not the same. and it's not the same it's not the same it is not it is not that's the same thing with fruit roll-ups man have you had a fruit roll-up lately yeah it's not the same no, it's almost gritty. Yeah, it, there, there's yeah, there's a grit to it. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, I eat my kids' snacks. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm fucking about it, dude. <laughs> exactly. There is um, a difference. I, I, uh, I'm not a huge. Fi- I'm an oatmeal guy. I'm not a huge grits guy. And I'm not either. I I would, don't, the only time I eat grits is in shrimp and grits. Let me let me state that. I'll have to give it a go though. It does. It sounds amazing. It is I'll a, it a southern, a true southern things. staple, man, and it is it is delicious. If you see it on menu somewhere, it's good. It's gonna be good, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, give me the preservatives. Where's my MSG? Give me the MSG. Never <laughs> making it healthier. Yeah, man. So food, food that food, classic food that is it is that is riffed on is terrible. That's my unpopular opinion. I'm sticking to it. We can continue to keep talking about it because it irritates me. Food. To see these these chefs coming out, trying to gussy up something, be like, oh, I'm an innovator. I'm the freaking culinary genius. No. You're a buffoon for thinking that you can make something better than the original and falling quite short of that. And rant. Canonical Bain says, Bub, tried the S and G at Harpoon Larry's. I have not tried it at Harpoon Larry's. That is a lo- another local uh, seafood place in our area because Canonical okay. and I live in the same area. Um, I have not tried it there. The best shrimp and grits I've ever had is at a place that is no longer open and is in Charleston, South Carolina. It was called the Dixie Supply Bakery and Cafe. It literally was a hole-in-the-wall, five-table joint that looked like it was an old 7-eleven nice it's usually where you get really good food i I learned that one for i I was born in new orleans man there was a place called nick's literally probably like the nastiest looking place grimiest looking place out there had some of the best food i ever had growing up as a kid when i was in new orleans Mm. and it had a pac-man machine in the back and i got to play pac-man and my mom and Ooh. I, were, brother, were over there waiting. Walk up, walk up, walk up, walk up, walk up. Yep. Coop, you're too far north to even understand what that is. I'm sorry, bro. You've never heard of shrimp and grits, and not even seen it on menu ever. Yeah, you need to come. You need to come <laughs> to like, like, to a, a a good portion past the Mason Dixon line here in the states, man, to even see that on menu. Exactly. Conway says holes and walls are usually having making stuff. Artisans, not manufacturers. 
Heard of it, but never had it, Coop says. Okay. But yeah, shrimp crickets, it's amazing, man. When done right, it'll it's life-changing. It is amazing. You wouldn't think it. It's so good. So good. Now, one thing I will say that I had once before that was a riff on something that was good was the fried pickle. Oh. Now, some people do. Well, here's the real question. Fried pickle and brisket. I'm like mm-hmm. I'm getting hungry again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flavor jets activate, as Guy Fieri says. Yeah. Yeah. Um, spears or coins, as some places call them, slices, whatever. Spears of the yeah. bomb. Yeah, fried pickle spears of the bomb. So, yes. So, there's a place in my area that did a riff, their own version of the fried pickle spear. So, they did fried pickle spears, but the breading was made out of Captain Crunch. I shit you not. And it yeah, was no. Uh, MJ's made it with, uh, she's made fried chicken with the Captain Crunch deal yeah, on the, it. Yeah, so you had the dill pickles, so you had the tartness, and then sweet little bit of the soup. Oh, dude. Mm. Oh, so good. And then it had like a jalapeno ranch dipping sauce with it. It was the best. It was the best fried pickle I've ever had. That sounds good. So it was dope. Kept Preach, Coop. Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what she was knocking out. It's so good. So good. So good. So maybe we should change this into uh, Fresh Takes. Not gaming, just Fresh Takes food? podcast. <laughs> fresh Takes on food. Fresh Takes on food. Yeah, there yeah, you go. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's again, I was on Piper Pin, went off a little bit too long. That's okay. It's good times. But and thank you everybody in chat. I mean, obviously we have some passionate folks about food in chat, man. I mean, that's that's what mm. it's about. It's it's life, man. Food food is some people are like, Oh, I eat to live, not live to eat, man. I'm like, I, I live to eat. Well, I want flavor, man. Yep. Dr. Pepper steak marinade could be fun. I make a marinade from, uh, make these steak skewers during the summertime, which is a uh, marinade of uh, soy sauce, brown sugar, Sprite, and red pepper flake. See, I do Sprite in um, chicken is usually what I'll do. Okay. Uh, Sprite, but I'll do Dr. Pepper or uh, just a straight up Coke for steak or ribs. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So fucking good. Brian, your meats, people. Yes, Brian is, is fantastic. Cold, cold barbecue meatball sauce, meatball sauce is awesome. Yes, Coop. I've had that before. It is good. It's very good. I don't think I've ever done that. that. Oh, it's good. It basically turns into like a molasses-y kind of yep. barbecue sauce. Really good. Mm, okay. Done with food. Food talk is over. Some <laughs> announcements. So next week, we will have a special guest on the show. We will have Holden from Respawning Fire. Uh, on the show, guessing with us. Hopefully, he can survive our show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's what he's agreed to or got himself into, but uh, you know, we were on respawning F- aim fire um, a few weeks back. Really good guys, uh, Chad and, and Holden, and um, Holden is going to come on and uh, shoot the shit with us for for an episode. So it should be good times. Um, and yeah, if you haven't checked those guys out, they're good dudes. Go check them out. Um, and hopefully we'll have you guys back here next week with, with Holden and checking him out and listen to him, see what y'all think. And, uh, feel free to troll him as well. Be nice. <laughs> Friendly trolling with our Fuck special being. guests. <laughs> Give it raw, raw. Oh my God. It's too funny. It's good. It's good. <laughs> no, nah, he's good people, man. Yeah. He's a good dude. I smart like guy, show. smart guy. So anyways, guys, that is going to do it for us. Until next time, take care of yourselves.
and each other. We'll see you real soon.